In this episode, we look at something I call a tether habit. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and you've probably already heard from me or pretty much any other personal development creator out there that willpower is a ridiculously unreliable resource when it comes to creating behavior change. You've also probably heard all about how habits are far more reliable and should be utilized as much as possible. See, all of this is true. Habits are the driving force behind most of our behaviors. They are a result of routines that we build up over time, and they can be difficult to change because they're so ingrained in our daily lives. But habits aren't always easy to build for a number of reasons. So let me ask you this. What if there was a habit you could easily create for yourself, one that is more reliable than willpower, easier to build than normal habits, and one that will have a long-term effect on your life? Well, that's where the tether habit comes into play. But first, let's talk about why willpower is unreliable, why habits are more reliable, why exactly habits are so dang hard to build, and how a tether habit can help solve all of this. So we're going to get into all of that in a second, but I want to take a moment to thank today's sponsor, Green Chef. It can be hard to think about dinner every single day. Does anyone else feel this way? Like somehow we live in this weird cycle where it's always just about to be dinner time and I'm always unsure of what to make. That's why I'm such a fan of Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. And Green Chef makes eating well easy and affordable. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just trying to eat a little healthier, They've got you covered with awesome recipes. And since all of the meals are put together by professional chefs, you get to follow simple directions and cook an awesome meal that tastes great without even having to think about it. What more could you ask for? So why not join me? Go to greenchef.com slash 90 tiny leaps and use the code 90 tiny leaps to get $90 off, including free shipping. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. So head over to greenchef.com slash 90 tiny leaps and use the code 90 tiny leaps to get $90 off, including free shipping. So to start, we need to look at why willpower is unreliable. The prefrontal cortex, a relatively new part of the brain and the part that is largely responsible for decision making and logical thinking, plays a massive role in regulating willpower. 
When you find yourself in a situation where you need to make a decision, no matter how small that decision is, based on logical or emotional information, such as when you're resisting unhealthy food cravings or if you're deciding to save money, you utilize this portion of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, to process that decision. Now, this works extremely well, and it allows us to live each day making conscious decisions that move us forward in life. The problem is that as our society has advanced and we've moved away from the need to worry about survival, we're utilizing this process far more than we originally evolved to. As your higher cognitive functions, such as decision-making and focusing, drain energy from this area in order for you to think more clearly or make better decisions, it becomes harder and harder for you to tap into your self-discipline. This is why you find it harder to resist your bad habits towards the end of the day, even if you were super motivated that morning. On the other hand, habits are a reliable way to make decisions because it doesn't rely as much on conscious decision making and thus reduces the strain on your prefrontal cortex throughout the day. Whether you realize it or not, habits shape your life every single day. Once something becomes a habit through the habit formation process, they are then reinforced constantly through another process called myelination. And as a result, those connections become ridiculously strong. So strong that we often default to our habitual behavior in a situation more than we do our common logical sense. Now, it's said that a large percentage of our actions each day aren't actual decisions we make, but rather they're habits we've built up over time. This is incredibly useful from a functional perspective because habitual behaviors enable humans to be as efficient as possible while conserving energy. By converting regular behaviors and responses to habits, we allow ourselves to use those extra processing resources to make decisions about other things. And again, this allows us to wake up every day and move our lives forward. The problem is that habits can sometimes be incredibly difficult to build. And there's two main reasons for this. The first is that we tend to focus on building habits that are just too large. And the second is that we don't fully understand how habits even work or how they form. So we're going to tackle these in reverse order. So first, we don't understand how habits work. The first thing we need to do is understand how this whole system works. Habits are ultimately driven by the subconscious part of your brain called the basal ganglia. You can think of this like a digital machine that fires off an impulse when something associated with it happens. The best analogy is the if-then statement in Excel. If X, then do Y. We follow a similar process, though not nearly as efficiently, by responding to internal or external prompts with pre-programmed behaviors. First, we have the trigger, which is an internal or external cue that we've associated with the behavior. This could be the feeling of being hungry, a prompt from a smartphone app, or it could be starting your car in the morning on your way to work. The point is that something triggers the behavior we're about to take. In the case of a habit, that trigger is always roughly the same. Second, we have the behavior itself. This can be as simple as flossing right after brushing or as complex as a series of rights and lefts that we take on our well-traveled path to work each day. 
The behavior comes immediately after the trigger and is an automatic response. And then third, we have the reward. A reward must be associated with the behavior in order to be effective, which means it must be something you can only get from doing the behavior and it must come in a timely manner. The most common reward to a habit is the rush of endorphins that our body naturally produces in order to encourage habit development. Which brings us back to the first major reason. Remember, I said that habits can be hard to build because we try to build habits that are too big or because we don't understand how habits work. That first reason is critical here. It's difficult to identify small habits that are achievable on a regular basis. And it's also difficult to identify behaviors that are capable of being turned into habits. Remember what we just learned? Habits are a series of triggers linked with certain behaviors and paired with specific rewards. Looking at it this way highlights the need to think tiny. A trigger is a specific event that kicks off the behavior response. If we build a habit around a behavior that is more complicated than a single decision in response to a tiny trigger, we run the risk of creating false associations between the two. Even further, we run the risk of being unable to associate the reward that comes from the behavior. After all, if a behavior is three steps long, which step actually created the reward? That room for confusion makes it harder to build habits out of more complex behaviors or from more complex triggers. So where does this leave us? Well, we've covered that willpower is unreliable and that you should aim to create habits instead. But we've also discussed that building a habit isn't as straightforward as some make it out to be. So where do we start? Well, this might seem unlikely, but the truth is that getting started anywhere is always the right answer. Like literally any single place you can start. And that's what the tether habit allows you to do consistently. So put simply, a tether habit is a term I developed for the type of habit that is small, easy to accomplish or fit into your day and focuses less on creating change and more on grounding you in reality, hence the name tether. Over the last few years, I've become a massive fan of daily tracking of your behavior as a tool for creating changes in that behavior. So for example, if you have a finance related goal, I've argued that you should log into your bank account every single day. If you have a weight loss goal, I've said that you should step on the scale daily. These are both perfect examples of tether habits. They're simple, they measure your habits, and they keep you connected to the reality of your situation. By keeping that connection to reality, you subconsciously will then influence your behavior as well. And I'll be honest here, this doesn't work for every single type of goal out there. It's really difficult to figure out what a tether habit could be for a relationship goal, whether platonic or romantic. So it doesn't work for every single goal, but for the ones that it does, it can be incredibly powerful. Over the last year, I built a tether habit of waking up and weighing myself every single day. That one single habit that is the biggest, most consistent change that I've made in my day-to-day life, that alone has helped me lose over 10 pounds and counting. More importantly, that connection each day 
helped me to prioritize learning more about nutrition and my body each day and has led to creating other habits that are benefiting me greatly just by waking up, weighing myself, seeing what that number is, not even necessarily writing it down, but just seeing what it is and having a connection to the reality of where I am in relation to where I want to be. That discrepancy, waking up every day and seeing that discrepancy between the two spots helped me find time in my day to prioritize eating better, to prioritize learning about it, to prioritize making better choices, drinking more water. By grounding yourself in reality, it becomes easier to take the positive actions you know you should be taking. So instead of worrying about willpower and instead of struggling to build complex habits, I recommend you start with a simple tether habit. Ask yourself this. What is a simple tracking habit you can start building today that will ultimately keep you grounded in the reality of your life as it relates to whatever your larger goal is? It may take a while to find the answer, but once you do, I suggest you hit the ground running and focus on building your tether habit. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for being here. If you want more personal development content, there's two ways you can do that. You can either listen to more episodes of this podcast, which of course I recommend. Thank you for that. Uh, But if you feel like reading, feel like, you know what, I want to read a blog post, head over to our website, tlbc.co. We've recently been publishing some banger, absolute banger blog posts that I think you're going to love. So head over to tlbc.co or click the link in the description of this episode. Again, thank you to our sponsor today, Green Chef. I'm a massive, massive fan. We've reordered it a number of times and I think you should give it a try. So head over to greenchef.com slash 90 tiny leaps and use the code 90 tiny leaps to get $90 off, including free shipping. Thank you for being here. I've been Greg Clunas and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. day.